Podcasts from the Cat. You're listening to Business Brunch, and today we're talking to a recruitment expert whose diligence and eye for detail identified failings in the recruitment sector which set her on course to start her own business in 2016. In the studio today, we're talking to the managing director of JobSpot Limited, Jacqueline Baxter. Jacqueline, welcome to Business Brunch. Thank you, Des. Thanks for having me on. Jacqueline, you've been in recruitment for eight years, so share with us why you find recruitment so interesting and uh, what prompted you to leave a secure job to start your own business? I'm a real people person, Des. I get enormous satisfaction from helping others and building relationships. Recruitment really does give you the chance to make a difference. And so, you know, you get to help your clients to hire great people and grow their businesses. And likewise, you help your candidates to find out about new opportunities and develop their careers. What we do um, can have a really positive impact on people's lives. So that was one of the reasons why, you know, I started. Um, recruitment ticked a lot of boxes for me career-wise um, to get that, that job satisfaction. But I guess the main driver also for me going alone was to be around more for my children and not tied to an office from, you know, 8 in the morning till 6 in the evening. So working for myself allowed me to spend more time with my, my young family. Just being able to, you know, pick them up from school a couple of times a week, that was, that was great for, for all of us, really. So I set up JobSpot when realising, you know, the criticisms aimed at recruiters boil down to us not really knowing or not really caring. And I really, really do care. So that's why I started JobSpot, which was, um, like you say, back in 2016 um, in January. So the recruitment industry, and rightly so at times, it does get a bit of a bad rap. I wanted to focus more on the good stuff, shall we say, with a, a far more consultative approach. You know, people looking for new jobs, that's their career aspirations, their livelihoods. And candidates to us, they aren't just fees, they're people. And we treat them that way. So, yeah, we'll be, you know, going into our fifth year next year now, holding the same values closely um, as we grow further. And as you say, it's their livelihoods and it's their income. And it's a considerable responsibility for yourself. So how do you deal with that? Um, Just helping helping them making sure that you know that they're making the right career choices a lot of the time uh, you know we we know the businesses of the clients that we work with we know their cultures and their values you know do they match up to what this candidate is looking for so yeah just getting to a really good understanding of what what they what their career aspirations are and making sure that we help them to make the right choices really and do you feel that responsibility 100 percent. i would i would feel dreadful if i placed a candidate within a business that you know it, it wasn't they didn't take care of them properly shall we say so yeah it's a, it's a great responsibility and so i'm quite picky sometimes and i won't work with every client you know i want to make sure that people that i place within the companies they they you know, they're respectful they they work hard and um it works out it's a, a good match and they take care of our candidates really and do you find that's a difficult quality to pass on to staff? In terms of? In terms of dealing with a client and making sure that, or understanding their obligation to the, to the client and the fact that it is their livelihood and it is their career. Yeah, and um, likewise, you know, we, we look out for our, our client in the same respect. You know, we, we vet our candidates very well as well and, you know, really get to understand what they're like as people so that, you know, it works for both sides. So, yes, the, the, the candidates or staff, as you referred to them as, they're happy, you know, they're hardworking, they're going to make a difference to our client. 
and, and vice versa, the client um, look after them and, and treat them well within their business. It's a, I can imagine it's a tough job. Like most, <laughs> uh, like most new businesses, JobSpot started at your kitchen table. And after four years trading and a lot of hard work, you now have a credible list of customers and a dedicated team working with you. Jacqueline, tell us about some of the difficulties that uh, you faced when you first began to establish JobSpot. Um, yes, you're right. It was um, myself alone at the kitchen table a lot of times or at the bottom of the bed. But, um, you know, I was very lucky in that all of my clients continued to work with me when I set up on my own and they were incredibly supportive saying you're doing the right thing and we'll happily work with you still. But I guess one of the toughest things faced was gaining credibility and trust with new clients whilst um, competing with long established you know, corporate agencies on the high street. But we've successfully navigated our way through this by securing exceptional staff who are very experienced, uh, building trust and believability and offering a first-class customer service experience for the people that we work with. And, yeah, we've worked really, really hard to position ourselves in this marketplace. But, you know, we're knowledgeable, we're talented recruiters and, um, you know, we're competitively, competitively and fairly priced as well, which, um, you know, holds us in good stead when we are introducing ourselves to new clients. And how difficult was it getting your first customer? Well, to be fair, it, it, it wasn't too hard because, yes, it's difficult sometimes in terms of getting people to believe that, you know, you are as good as um, a corporate on the high street. But, you know, that's my background. That's where I trained and that's where I'm coming from. So, you know, I brought, I brought those qualities along with me. But, you know, building my personality and building my ethics into how I recruit. And then I know how to do my job. So it was a case of give me a chance and... You know, I'll, I'll, I'm sure, you know, I won't let you down. And um, getting that, you know, outside of my existing client base, getting a new client on was, you know, it was, it was great. And to think to yourself, well, actually, do you know what? I can do this on my own. And, you know, then it was then taking the steps to, you know, move forward and grow the business and, and, and get some, you know, other t- talented recruiters on board to help grow the business further. And once you'd got your first customer on board, did that begin to snowball? Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, it just... It gave me the confidence, like I say, to just say, you know, you've, you've done this before whilst working in corporate agencies, you can do this again, working for yourself. Today we're talking to Jacqueline Baxter from JobSpot Limited. Jacqueline, recruitment is a very competitive sector, so tell us what makes JobSpot different to your competitors and how you continue to ensure that you grow your market share. You're probably thinking, Des, don't all recruiters say they're different? But and, and we do, we're all a little bit guilty of that, but few of them back up what they say like we do. Our biggest strength, I guess, is our small experienced team who work together to give the kind of tailored service that you won't get anywhere else. You know, we have a vacancy on, it's not a case of you will have one um, recruiter assisting you. Yes, you will have an account manager, so to speak, within, within JobSpot, but we all collectively work hard on, on making sure that we fill that vacancy and we fill it quickly and with the right people. So we focus on saving time and delivering a quick turnaround because you know, we screen all the candidates thoroughly as well. That was, that's really, really important to us. You'll, you'll often get better terms um, than you would do on, with a high street agency. And ultimately, you know, for us, our clients, they aren't just another m- monthly target. And we're their consultants and an extension to their business in a lot of respects. So especially in terms of um, 
you know, talent acquisition. They call us for HR advice as well. Um, we work closely in partnership with our clients. So, yes, definitely proud to say that, you know, we try to be an extension of, of, their, of their team, really. Do you find that clients and employers shop around or do, do they tend to stick with one recruitment agency once they're, they're, they feel comfortable? I think um, they do shop around initially, especially um, maybe a smaller SME. You know, they're, they're putting the feelers out as they're growing and they use a couple of agencies. But they do um, tend to to stick with us once we've kind of started working with them. And, and the service that we offer is testament to the fact that a lot of the time they will just use us moving forward exclusively. So, yeah, I mean, we work with a lot of organizations, some of the, the larger employers um, in the crew in Nantwich areas, a lot of SMEs, a lot of one-man bands. And, you know, a lot of the time, like I say, they do tend to just use us exclusively. So that is testament to the service that we offer to them. And do you find that your customers will refer you to other p- potential customers? Oh, absolutely, yes. Especially um, to their families as well, which is which is really good. Or their their friends, you know, they'll they'll put them in contact with us and just say, you know, you you've always helped us to get the right people. Um, you you worked really hard. You work really well with us. We understand you. Can you please, you know, help a friend or a family or um, maybe a somebody that they know in business as well they've referred us to so yes we do get a lot of referrals from our existing client base candidates that we've um, placed previously in the past as well and they tend to you know especially if they've gone into um, a position where they have become a hiring manager because of you know the way that we worked with them they know how we work and we've really got to know, got to know them that we you know, they've come back to us and said you know I've had a great time working with you previously can you help me fill this vacancy so yeah we do get a lot of referrals Des obviously a sure sign that they're they're really happy with what you do for them absolutely yes okay so helping local business find exactly the right person for the job is no easy task so just give us an overview of the services you offer to both job seekers and employers i know you touched on it already but uh, yeah i don't want to repeat myself sorry des but no we really work hard getting to know our candidates we encourage them to you know, pop in for a chat or pick up the phone um, tell us about their skills, their experience, the types of jobs and the companies that tick their boxes. And um, we really try and find out, you know, more about a candidate right from the start. And um, that way then we'll only ever really match them up with, you know, jobs or vacancies that truly fit the bill for them. So, yeah, we think this is a, a much better way of working to truly, really get to the root of what they what they want, what their aspirations are going back to that again. You know, we also meet all of our clients and potential clients also to really understand them, their cultures, their values, and again, their aspirations for their businesses. So we'll only ever put people in front of them who are you know, truly relevant, fully qualified for their vacancy. We don't waste their valuable time. So like I said previously as well, our clients, they may have a, a main point of contact here at JobSpot, but behind the scenes, our whole team could be working a vacancy because we don't, you know, we worry less in in this business about KPIs and targets as such, you know, more about helping our clients find the right candidate and quickly. And because we're not stressing about hitting all these targets, we give a lot more of our time and yeah, so quick turnaround and a bit of a win-win, Des, shall we say. And do you find it's a difficult job teasing out all the the USPs in regard to job seekers? I guess it's it's truly just trying to qualify them, understand, you know, what exactly it is that they see themselves doing. Yeah, so it, I wouldn't say it's, it's difficult because it's, it's a conversation that you're having with people and, you know, you ask the relevant questions, you ask the right things to draw out 
the right answers or you know the the, the skills understanding those and getting them to speak freely about it so yeah it's don't think too much about it it's just you know having a a good chat with a candidate and trying to understand where they're coming from really and and highlight and sometimes as well you know they don't always see a certain skill they don't always see um the transferability in terms of what they've done in previous roles and and us saying well actually you know you could use this to do this um so i guess it just all goes back to really having a, a, a good chat and understanding and qualifying you know going through their cv with them and talking about what they've done and what they'd like to do really yeah, that, and that must be terrific when you highlight something they don't really feel is important. Yeah, I guess sometimes it's, t- it's drawing that confidence out in people and getting them to actually um, recognise their own transferable skills because they, they don't, I will say, especially like I'm speaking to people, especially within the current marketplace, and they've done a certain job for such a long time and that sector's, you know, completely on its knees and they're thinking, you know, gosh, what can I do now if, they, if I can't do this? I've done this for the last 10 years. And then to actually break down, you know, what they've done on a day-to-day basis and say to them, well, actually, you know, you've been doing this. You can easily, you know, develop a little bit or change a little bit and you can do this. So it's just, you know, just having a good chat and getting people to understand a little bit about, you know, like I say, the transferable skills and, and realising their own potential and their own, their own values and what they can actually bring to the table. You're listening to a podcast from The Cat. Today on Business Brunch, we're talking to Jacqueline Baxter, Managing Director of JobSpot. Jacqueline, several well-known international CEOs have described their workforce as their greatest asset and have subsequently developed very productive, cohesive teams. I know that you also have a focused and driven team. So share with us the secrets of keeping everyone motivated and on task. I guess for me, it's um, treating people how, you know, I would like to be treated, especially having worked in, you know, in in recruitment, it's a very sales driven position. And in sales, you know, once you're doing well, you know, you're you're top billy, you're amazing, you're, you know, you're untouchable. But then when you have a really rubbish month, um, then you can be kind of people can come down on you a little bit like a ton of bricks like you know oh, you did amazing last month what's happened this month and you just don't need that because you know we're not we're not all going to be high flying every single month and you know it's a bit of a roller coaster ride in sales at times and what you actually need is to you know have someone who's probably been in that position to say right come on chin up don't beat yourself up you know you're amazing at what you do so don't let that month be be you you've got to move on you've got to focus on the next and you know how, how can I help you let's 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 work together to to turn this around you know my team are um very very experienced and um very incredible and knowledgeable at what they do and but yes when you aren't having the best month it's not great to to come down on people in that respect so for me I guess it is like I say going, going back to just treating people how I, how I want to be treated and being able to turn it around pretty quickly we're we're a tight-knit team here and we're all pretty driven and self-motivated and dare I say it but you know absolutely singing off the same hymn sheet and completely got each other's backs but we you know we have been known to treat ourselves shall we say for reaching financial targets and that's a great motivator I mean last year we took ourselves off to London for the weekend we went to see the Magic Mike show, which was rather pleasurable for us all. So a well-deserved treat and something for us that we put in place at the beginning, beginning of the year and for us to collectively work towards together. And yes, we met our financial target and that was um, definitely a great motivator for us, shall we say. And you mentioned that you've got each other's backs and I think that's critical in a cohesive team. 
And there's nothing better than knowing that if you're not having a good week or a good day, that, that you've got a workmate that's going to say, come on, mate, you can, do yeah. be- you can do better than this. Absolutely. And we're all human, aren't we? You know, at the end of the day, people come into work after having maybe not the best weekend or, you know, we'll sit down on Monday, we'll have a chat and talk about the week and what we're going to do and, you know, just cheer each other up sometimes or, you know, we've had a great weekend, we laugh and we joke about that. It's all part of gelling and bonding and just basically looking out for each other and people looking forward to coming into work is so important for me because I know we've all been in positions in the past where you know you're dreading it coming into work on Monday and Sunday evening you're depressed and miserable and I can't do this much longer kind of thing I need to find a new job and I've never want, never wanted that for you know for my business my team and you know my um, the girls who work with me always say you know just love coming to work on Monday and really excited about what we're doing for the rest of the week so that means a lot to me as well. And do you notice the difference when you've been out together over a weekend that, uh, and, and everybody turns up on Monday morning? Yeah, it's always um, good to catch up with uh, what, what you've been, what you're doing and, you know, the laugh you had and you kind of remember this happened and, you know, just um, giggling and, yeah, just remembering the, the, the fun that you had. And like I say, it, is, it does build a cohesive team, as you, as you say. And, um, yes, yeah, definitely it's good, it's good fun. It's good to go out and sometimes we'll just say, oh, you know, on a Thursday night, let's just go down to the local pub at Plunkinson's and do the quiz or something like that. And, um, yeah, it takes you away from the office and you can let your hair down a little bit and everybody has a laugh. So managing JobSpot through the first uh, four years of business is a tribute to good financial management and sound business decisions. So tell us how you've negotiated lockdown uh, and what you have planned for the future of JobSpot Limited. I guess historically taking care of the pennies in the bank has definitely held us in good stead throughout this really difficult period. Um, Lockdown, as you're probably aware, has been particularly tough on on the recruitment market. Um, but we've started to see shifts now and, and movement, which is great, particularly in the temporaries um, re- recruitment market as well. But um, pre-COVID for us was definitely a growth mindset, and that will continue. I'm confident, despite the current pandemic, that my plans for the business will stay intact. Um, right now, I'm actively looking to add um, a full-time recruiter into the business to run a temporaries desk. And also, we've just secured a new large corporate client in the city of Manchester and within the financial services sector. And within that business, there's high volume recruitment and they're looking to take on about 80 heads next year. So we may need to consider an account manager for this, too, to ensure that they are you know, they're properly, properly focused on and taken care of and that we can you know, help them to fill as many of those vacancies as we possibly can. And, you know, this is amazing for us, particularly when this client in such, you know, worrying times. So, yeah, it's really, really positive. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to whatever the rest of the year has to offer, really. It, and getting back to the, should we say, the, the new norm or going, going to the new norm, whatever that may be, um, it's exciting. Well, you must have thought all your Christmases had come at once when you bagged a big client in Manchester. So, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, there wasn't any amount of hoops that we didn't have to jump through to be able to, to bring them on board. But, you know, all the hard work and, and the patience to, to, to get them on board has, has paid off. And so, yeah, fingers crossed. Do you think that's going to make it easier for you to rub shoulders with more big clients? Um, yes, I guess so, because obviously it will, it will help us to get more credibility. You know, we can speak to clients and say well actually you know we recruit for you know x y and z and we do we work with a lot of the larger organizations in the area but to actually to, to win a manchester-based client as well it's you know if we're a small bespoke agency in nantwich and we've achieved that and it's something that we're really really proud of 
And you've every right to be proud. Uh, it's a terrific achievement. Today we're talking to Jacqueline Baxter from Jobspot Limited. Jacqueline, you're involved in a very special project helping ex-military personnel get the very best start securing their first job outside of military life. That's a, a singularly a huge step for any service person coming Absolutely. out of uh, yeah coming out of military life. So talk us through the project and uh, how it came about. So I was introduced to um, a gentleman called John Stevenson. He is the founder of the Forces Transition Group. And we just kind of discussed the difficulties for serving military and, you know, for them transitioning and leaving the forces and trying to get their first civilian job. So the base, a good CV, that kind of thing, interviewing, um, you know, helping them to you know, get some engagement on LinkedIn, that kind of thing. So last week we helped um, run a webinar with near on 50 transitioning military personnel there where we focused on the CV writing and the importance of well-written LinkedIn profiles and that it mirrors what what your CV says and how to be credible and come across professional um, on those platforms and there was also um, other professionals there discussing performance and resilience and pensions and financial advice and um, so yeah I was there to offer um, recruitment advice, interview guidance, uh, CV writing skills, that kind of thing. So the next step for us is really, um, you know, once all those things are in place and they're a real polished um, looking candidate, um, the next step is focusing on assisting them in securing jobs with reputable businesses. But it's early days and something that we're working hard on. But, you know, we're really, really proud to be able to help with this where, where we can. And did you find that it, it required a different set of skills? talking to military people and because they're used to being almost yeah. institutionalized aren't they well i guess as well for them they don't tend to really work with a lot of high street agencies they're rather wary of them because and and i'll be honest i've been in that position where i've got a cv through for a job like you know i don't know project manager or an operations manager and i've got an ex-military person applying and i look at the cv and i think I, I don't know what to do with you kind of thing you know it's yeah. um how, how you know the 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 qualifications are there and and it's just like looking into their cv and breaking down actually all again going back to all of the transferable skills these are really highly skilled individuals and having somebody in a team like you know in a, in, a, in your team like that could you know could be really really beneficial for a business because like i said they're really highly skilled individuals but yeah so it was it was just looking at the CV basically and thinking, you know, what, what can we do? How can I break it down? How can I be in a position where I'm at most knowledge to be able to, um, you know, speak to my clients or speak to prospective clients about these, these people and how I can best help them really. Say you were coming out of the military as a sergeant, for instance, then you'd be used to managing military personnel. Um, that that particular yeah. individual might not see that as a potential mm. benefit for another employer. Absolutely not. And also, you know, looking at how they've, um, you know, financially managed budgets, and you wouldn't think, but they do. And, you know, the HR things that they're having to, to deal with, um, that, yeah, money-saving um, experience that they've had. Yeah, and man management. And it's really, really important because they, they will know how to get the best out of people, really. It must be quite an interesting transition for individuals doing that. 
and you watching yeah. them move from one completely different set of circumstances into civvies. Mm. And it's not easy for them at all, Des. So, you know, having people who can give them the best advice possible um, and help them along that, that, that transition period because it, it, it isn't the easiest thing to do. Um, so, yeah, so we're interested in obviously helping them apply for jobs, be aware of um, businesses that are recruiting, um, doing the CVs, LinkedIn. I mean, next week I'm doing a, a LinkedIn training webinar as well, just to, you know, to help them, you know, within the first hour of posting on LinkedIn, getting the, getting the engagement going and, um, and also um, you know, helping them, making them aware of who they need to be connecting with, you know, the industries that they want to be getting into and making sure they've got the right following and the relevant people that they're connected to, that kind of thing. But and mentoring as well is really important. So, you know, if there are any, if there are any local businesses interested, you know, within the area of getting involved from an employment perspective in, or to assist in the mentoring programs that we're running, you know, please get in touch. Any help is much appreciated. I think it's really important to give something back to these people. Terrific. So, uh, Jacqueline, share with us why community links are important to you and your staff and uh, who you're supporting at the moment. Uh, well, we are the proud sponsors of the Cat Radio station and Nantwich Football Club also. Um, it's really important for us to support our local communities. It's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day -day business of an organisation, but taking time to give something back is really important to us. So, yeah, I'll be coming on, on the cat to speak once a month about the local market, jobs, training available, and letting the listeners know what is going on and, you know, keeping them up to date with what we are recruiting for in Crewe and Antwich and the surrounding areas. And, yes, again, I'm proud sponsors of Nantwich Football Club. Um, who are currently trying to raise £20,000 to help keep the club, the club sorry, viable and help them reopen successfully. As you're aware, you know, COVID saw them close their doors for many, many months. And so, yeah, we're hoping to try and raise 20, well, they are trying to raise £20,000 to, um, to help them operate moving forward. So, again, anybody who's willing to, you know, to donate for that, um, please head over to their Just Giving page every penny counts and will be most most appreciated our community club you know they need our help and we need to make sure they're still here in the future i, I think it's terrific uh, and uh, nantwich town football club must be hugely grateful for your um, your support well all parents will know that support at grassroots wouldn't exist yes. without some form of sponsorship so, Jacqueline, it's been a huge pleasure talking to you and hearing how you've survived COVID and hopefully now we'll, we'll go on to grow the business further. Tell our listeners how they can find more information about JobSpot. Please do head over to our Facebook or Instagram um, platforms, like our pages. That way you can keep up to date with our current roles or check out our website at www.jobspotrecruitment.co.uk and don't be shy, you know, pick up the phone, give us a call 01270 210203 and ask us how we can help you. And that telephone number again? 01270 Jacqueline, thanks very much for coming on the cap today. Thank you, Des. I've really enjoyed it. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.